Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Sandspants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to, with Dylan Behan. Yes, hello everyone, welcome to News Fighters for today. It's Friday, July the 16th, 2021. News Fighters is a Australian news comedy podcast hosted by me, news comedy editor Dylan Bain. How's everyone doing out there? Well, I'm officially on holidays this week, but given the uh, lockdowns happening all around Australia, I thought it might be good to... Uh, repeat an episode I released back in April uh, that's suddenly become topical again because we're all in lockdowns and um, a lot of people are saying it's due to uh, the botched vaccine rollout. In fact, this week, Bill Shorten referred to it like this. So let me just say for the record as a politician, the vaccine rollout in Australia is a shit show, Patricia. It is just a mess. And Scotty from marketing has got to take some of the responsibility for it. You've just sworn on national television. Well, I just um, think I've said what about 25 million old people, 16 okay. million adults think. Yeah, Bill, what are you doing swearing on national TV? If, if you're going to swear, uh, at least drop a C-bomb, please. This is Australia. Anyways, yes, so uh, I thought I'd revisit uh, an episode I released from April where I recapped the botched vaccine rollout. Uh, now, uh, turn your mind back to April. This was uh, when there was the late night press conference that changed the health advice, uh, the recommendation on AstraZeneca, it could only be for over 50s at the time, uh, and it threw the vaccine rollout into disarray. And the the purpose of the episode I released at the time was to basically say, well, it's been, it's been in disarray uh, for a while. And, and it's timely because it's still in um, disarray. And of course, it hasn't helped since then. The AstraZeneca health advice has flip-flopped all around and in the face of the current outbreaks... Um, anyone over 18 can get it if they talk to their GP, which I uh, talked about on an episode a couple of weeks ago. So anyways, when we come back, uh, our April episode on the botched vaccine rollout with some new clips put in there. It's a redux repeat here on News Fighters. Stick around. (laughs) 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, now on to the biggest Australian news story of the week. Our bad job at jabs. Well, there was good news and there was bad news on the vaccine front today. Ooh, ooh, can I guess? Is the good news that everyone who gets a vaccine gets a free Tim Tam Slam? Because that'd be awesome. Oh, no, wait, I think there's only bad news. Health officials have now accepted there is a risk the AstraZeneca vaccine can cause fatal blood clots in people under 50, leaving the already struggling rollout in disarray. But the federal government says it has contracted another 20 million doses of the Pfizer jab, though we will have to wait for it. Last night, health authorities ruled the AstraZeneca jab, the backbone of the nation's COVID fightback, should not be used on anyone under 50 over blood clot fears. Fears of deadly blood clots have left the vaccine strategy in tatters, with virus outbreaks, border closures and travel bans likely to be with us for much longer than we thought. We are being left behind. That's the warning after the Prime Minister threw out the original vaccination timeline, with experts now saying it could be two years before we all get a jab. Okay, so with there being new blood clot fears with the AstraZeneca jab, our vaccine rollout is in massive disarray. And after it's been going so well so far... Australia has fallen considerably short of reaching its target of 4 million coronavirus vaccinations by today. With the government website crashing... Scott Morrison needs to explain why Australians will continue to have access to fewer vaccine options than any other comparable country in the world. 20 million extra doses of Pfizer won't be here before October. The clinic forced to source the vaccine from a local hospital after the Commonwealth supply didn't turn up last Friday. Aged care homes are one of the highest priorities for vaccinations. Most aged care residents are yet to get a visit. Some Sydney clinics have uh, expected delivery by now and haven't received it yet. We absolutely know of one that, uh, where it was delivered to the wrong side. At this Bondi Junction clinic, they've got the demand and the doses. 
Trouble is, the delivery didn't include the syringes. Just this morning, it was told next week's delivery of doses has been cancelled with no explanation. Pfizer shots were accidentally delivered to this North Queensland nursing home. While a shipment of the Pfizer vaccine for South Australia has been wrongly sent to WA. Yes, regular listeners of the podcast will notice that montage keeps getting longer every week, and I'm determined to keep adding to it until it takes up an entire episode. Yeah, Australia's lack of vaccines means that the government is starting to sound like Neville Bartos in the movie Chopper. There's no vaccines. Here. Here, there's no vaccines. All right? Vaccines. No, Robbo. Now, I'm really scratching my head about where all this went wrong. I mean, last year, Scott Morrison proudly declared that Australia was at the front of the queue. What we've been able to reach today to put Australia in, 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 the, in the leading pack when it comes to vaccines being made available to our citizens. Getting Australia at the front of the pack when it comes to vaccines. We are right in the, in, in the lead pack on this. We have a front row seat. We are at the front of the queue. So we're right in the, in the front of the pack here on this. Yes, like an old man at the Woolies deli counter. We're at the front of the queue, but looks like we forgot to take a number and now we're just shouting out it's our turn while the rest of the world goes ahead of us. And remember last year when Scott Morrison also said that, don't worry, we've diversified our vaccines portfolio in case one falls over. Scott Morrison says the government's strategy from the start was to build a diverse portfolio of options. We're certainly not putting all our eggs in one basket here. We have not put all our eggs in the one basket. We have diversified our strategy. Yes, but let's go back and have a look at that diverse strategy. Here's how our vaccine orders stacked up in December 2020. The government's now purchased nearly 54 million doses of Oxford's AstraZeneca vaccine, which can be made locally, and 51 million doses of the Novavax shot produced in Europe, enough to cover the entire population if either is approved. Australia's also secured 10 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine being rolled out right now across the UK. Novavax? Nova heard of it. Funny how the government ordered heaps of the two cheapest vaccines on offer, but only 10 million doses of the expensive Pfizer one. Surely it wasn't because the Australian government are a bunch of cheap bastards, right, um, the ABC's Norman Swan? I've now had three sources telling me the same story, one including from the United States, of what happened with Pfizer last June. And if these three separate sources are right, what happened with Pfizer last June is that they wanted to make Australia an example to the world about how to roll out, a bit like Israel or other places. And they said, how much do you want and when do you want it? And on the 10th of July, there was a meeting. And what I'm told happened at that meeting was that there was an inexperienced person there with procurement. And they said, oh, they were pretty rude at the meeting. And they said, well, you're going to have to give us all your IP, which is you know, an amazing thing to have said. And, um, and started nickel and diming on the cost. And essentially, this, the, the conversation stopped. And then they came back in November at Commonwealth and only got 10 million doses. Uh, you, know, you know, they should have ordered 40 million so that we've got enough as a true backup. Yes, but why order 40 million doses from uh, one of the world's most established top drug companies when you can just order, say, 51 million doses uh, from your mates down the road at the University of Queensland. Sorry, how did that go again? Australia's homegrown COVID vaccine has been abandoned. Today, we learned researchers knew there was a risk it would show false positives for HIV in patients, and it did. The government contract for doses from the University of Queensland lab has been torn up. Taxpayers spent hundreds of millions of dollars developing the UQ vaccine. Money well spent. Every single cent. Jeez, that's 
an odd response. I wonder if he if he had all his mates over and ordered hundreds of pizzas and they never turned up. I wonder if then Scott Morrison would still be like... Money well spent. Every single cent. And then the other smashed egg in the basket was we decided to kick off our vaccine rollout with imported AstraZeneca doses from Europe at the beginning of the year. How did that go again? The Prime Minister is again appealing to the European Union to release millions of promised COVID-19 vaccines. Scott Morrison maintains Australia is owed more than three million doses from overseas manufacturing facilities. And that's what's holding up the nation's rollout. Australia ordered 3.8 million AstraZeneca doses from Europe last September. That was cut to 1.2 million in January, half a million in February, then just 250,000. A delivery that was blocked by the European Union in March. Only 700,000 doses have arrived, sourced from countries outside Europe. It's straightforward maths. 3.1 million out of 3.8 million doses did not come to Australia. Yes, and this, of course, was probably because Europe was having hundreds of deaths a day and needed the vaccines to stop the outbreak there, while we didn't have a single death in the first half of 2020. So while Scott Morrison insisted... We're certainly not putting all our eggs in one basket here. Two brands of eggs fell over. He didn't order enough of the expensive good eggs. And the only egg we can make locally causes blood clots. The basket of eggs is looking very empty to me. And then earlier this year, Scott Morrison said we'd all be vaccinated by October. Our aim is to offer all Australians the opportunity to be vaccinated by October. And then remember in March when things started looking a bit shaky, he said, oh, whoops, did I say fully vaccinated by October? No, I meant you get your first jab by the end of October. We remain on track for the first doses of uh, all of the vaccines by the end of October. They'll receive their first dose by the end of October. And then remember last week when the government said, oh, whoops, did I say October? I meant by the end of the year. No, whoops, sorry, I meant no fixed date at all. The PM says it won't set a new target, but today his trade minister did. That's the goal that we've set is to try and have uh, all Australians uh, have a dose by, by the end of the year. Before his health minister stepped it back. There's been no change in our position, as the Prime Minister said, and uh, our goal is to ensure that every Australian is vaccinated as early as possible. Yes, as early as possible. The government is being more vague and non-committal than a stroppy teenager. Hey, Dad, I'm just going to a party. When will you be home, son? Uh, as early as possible. I mean, a 16-year-old kid going out partying can't get away with this kind of behaviour, but somehow it's all right for our government to be super vague and non-committal when it comes to, you know, vaccinating us against a deadly pandemic that's killed millions around the world. And now, just like a stoned contestant on Millionaire Hot Seat, Scott Morrison can't give any answer. The Prime Minister's no longer able to provide a firm deadline for when all Australians will be offered the vaccine. When the rest of the country will be vaccinated, now far from certain. We're not in a position at the moment to reconfirm a timetable. I mean, geez, I'm just making a dumb comedy podcast in my spare time, but even I try and stick to some kind of a deadline every week, give or take a day. Sorry, this week's episode was late. I mean, and I'm not curing anybody of anything except for their hunger for finely written incisive satire and wacky clips. Uh, so how did Scott Morrison announce that they've scrapped all their targets this week? He scrapped vaccination targets in a social media post. The Prime Minister making a statement to his social media followers instead of facing questions from journalists. Ah uh, yes, Scott Morrison announced it in a Facebook 
post. You know, social media. You know that thing Scott Morrison recently said is destroying the world and can't be trusted. That one. I'm deeply troubled by the way that social media is corroding respect and dignity in how we all deal with each other. Don't go to Facebook to find out about the vaccine. Go to official government websites. Yes, don't trust Facebook, except when I release things on Facebook. Please go to Facebook now. Facebook is awesome. No, no, not the Labor meme pages, though. Please ignore them. And as for what all this means, well, Professor Stephen Duckett of the Grattan Institute told the ABC 7.30 that this could be a worrying sign. I suspect that means they don't have a plan because... You can't develop a plan with no targets, so they either have a secret plan and secret targets or no targets at all and no plan at all. Yes, no plan at all. I mean, geez, even Cousin Larry on the classic 90s sitcom Perfect Strangers always managed to have a plan. Cousin Larry booked another party for me without telling me. Larry! Well, don't worry. I have oh, a God. plan. <laughs> Ducky, I have oh, God. a plan. <laughs> I have a plan. I tried to get that on a Chaser show once and they wouldn't have it. So that one's for me. And and if you're wondering, uh, no, I won't tell you how long it took me to find those clips for a very outdated joke no one gets but me and wasn't very funny. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, and hey, fun fact. I checked online and it turns out that uh, everyone on the fictional island of Mipos that Balky comes from is actually going to get vaccinated before all us Australians will. Oh, speaking of which, how is Australia going globally? Australia is falling further behind. Less than 5% of Australians have had their first jab. Compare that to the United States, which has now reached more than 57% and the European Union at almost 22%. Now that puts us at number 91 in the world for the speed of the rollout, just behind Nepal and Jordan. So I went online and checked the US uh, vaccination criteria and it turns out the New York subway pizza rat is going to be eligible for a vaccine well before I am. Yes, the Australian rollout is such a disaster that even Labor leader Anthony Albanese managed to land this vicious takedown of the government. This government couldn't run a choco vine up a back fence. Yeah, good one, Albo. You really got him that time, I'm sure. Everyone in Australia is completely aware of what speed choco plants grow at, you outdated inner West Gen X dad, you. Okay, so what caused these targets to be abandoned? Well, Australia was going to be heavily reliant on the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine, as we can manufacture it locally. But 3 million doses from overseas never turned up to kickstart the rollout. And then last week, this happened. Regulators say people aged under 50 should avoid taking the AstraZeneca drug because of a small chance it could cause blood clots. Experts reviewed a possible link between having the AstraZeneca vaccine and a rare type of brain blood clot. Okay, brain blood clots sound pretty serious, but what are the chances of someone actually getting these? Relatively tiny compared to the risk of deep vein thrombosis from the contraceptive pill. The chance of death is put at one in a million. Critics say you're more likely to die scuba diving, under an anaesthetic, riding a motorbike, swimming in a pool, even giving birth. If you know what to look for, 
and you get to the hospital, the risk of death is so much lower, infinitesimally lower than hopping in a car. Jeez, if I'd have known that, I never would have driven to my uh, scuba dive last weekend. Oh, I must really have a death wish. Oh, and then there's this scary stat. The blood clots have been seen in about one in every 200,000 people, which translates to a 0.0005% chance of you getting one. To put that in perspective, about one in every 1,000 Australians, or 0.1%, is at risk of developing a blood clot known as deep vein thrombosis every year even without the vaccine. Jesus, this government really needs to hurry up and, and get us vaccinated before we all get blood clots from sitting around and doing nothing all year. Yes, in fact, the uh, risks are so low that the government believes it's still okay for under-50s to get AstraZeneca, provided we just give consent that we're aware of the risks. There is no ban or prohibition on the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine uh, across the adult population. There is a recommendation for a preference. From Monday, eligible people under 50 can choose to get the vaccine after giving updated consent. Yes, and in response, New South Wales Police Commissioner Mick Fuller has said, hey, I have an idea for a consent app you may be interested in. It was originally uh, for something else, but but people didn't like it. In fact, the risks from AstraZeneca are so low that the Prime Minister has said he's happy uh, for those uh, close to him to get it, including his mum. The AstraZeneca vaccine is a life-saving vaccine and particularly for vulnerable Australians. That's why I want my mum to get it and that's why I want your mum to get it and your dad and your uncle and your aunt, or your brother, your sister. Your butcher, your baker, your drummer. It makes no difference what group you're in. We're all unvaccinated people. I apologise for singing. Yes, Scott Morrison's uh, always been confident in the uh, AstraZeneca jab. I mean, last August he said he'd be happy to get it. Weren't um, tempted uh, by the Russian and vaccine? And to do that. <laughs> Uh, no, I think we'll go with AstraZeneca. <laughs> really I think we'll it. stick with AstraZeneca. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, of course, when it was his turn to get vaccinated in February, he got the Pfizer one. The first Pfizer jabs were dispensed to a handful of the most vulnerable, those on the front line, and to inspire confidence, Australia's chief nurse and prime minister. The PM saying it's not queue jumping, but confidence building. What we're demonstrating today is our confidence. I am supremely confident. Yes, and nothing builds confidence like jumping to the front of the queue for the expensive imported vaccine that most Aussies weren't probably going to get anyway. Good job. Yes, Scott Morrison is the kind of a guy who turns up at your dinner party with a $3 bottle of Aldi wine and then drinks your imported French champagne all night, you know, to build confidence in the $3 bottle of Aldi wine. But finally, in some good news, uh, this week the federal government uh, has decided that something has to change. The Prime Minister says he wants to meet with premiers twice a week for the foreseeable future. And now we have some idea what they'll be talking about, with Scott Morrison flagging a new way to deliver vaccines. Ah, yes, a new way. Well, I hope it's something completely new, like something nobody's ever thought of before. Like maybe if they can figure out a way to deliver COVID vaccines via, say, the TV airwaves, that way we'll manage to have the entire nation vaccinated before the first commercial break on Married at First Sight. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese managed to viciously nail Scott Morrison for wanting more meetings to sort out this debacle. And the Scott Morrison will we'll meet them on the beaches, we'll meet them on the phone hookups. 
That's his idea of war footy. Yeah, nailed it, Albo. You're on fire this week. Never stop. No, but seriously, though, when they say they have a new way to deliver vaccines, you'll never believe what they thought of. After repeatedly steering clear of talk of mass vaccination centres, the Prime Minister today said they'll be on the table on Monday. The Prime Minister has indicated that millions of people should now expect to get their COVID jab at mass vaccination centres instead of GPs or pharmacies. Yes, mass vaccination centres. You know, like the whole rest of the world is doing to immunise everyone very quickly. Ah, where did they think of that one? Look, at the end of the day, let's just stand back and have some perspective. Thankfully, we have the pandemic pretty much under control here. Australia just had our first COVID death in almost six months, which, although was sad, still shows we're achieving amazing things here compared to the rest of the world. And even though we're about to head into winter, the chances of more outbreaks, border closures and lockdowns is non-existent. Because, you know, at least we have all our frontline hotel quarantine staff and uh, medical workers immunised. Right, South Australia? 15% of our state's medi-hotel workforce have not received their jab, nearly two months after the vaccine rollout began. 15% of medi-hotel workers either haven't had the jab or are refusing to get it. SA Health says it isn't mandatory. It's a matter of having those discussions with people who may be a little bit concerned about the vaccine and explaining this is a very safe vaccine. Ah, what the hell, South Australia? You're putting the entire nation at risk of more outbreaks by letting unvaccinated workers literally be at the front line of our defences. Oh, anyways, that's all the time I've got for this week. If you'll excuse me, I have an interstate holiday booked for this afternoon and I also have to go and buy about 200 rolls of toilet paper because if this pandemic has taught me one thing. It's that COVID-19 moves faster than a... Choco vine up a back fence. All right, that's News Fighters for today. Once again, that episode was originally aired in April, so uh, uh, apologies for any out-of-date things there, but thought it was worth revisiting given... Uh, all the winter lockdowns that are happening. Um, don't forget to follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram. Sign up for our free newsletter at newsfighters.com where you can uh, find out when new episodes are released. Uh, and also uh, buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash newsfighters or for bonus episodes, um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and uh, we're on Patreon for bonus episodes at patreon.com slash newsfighters. And uh, hope everyone's having a good week. I'll be back uh, with new episodes very soon. Wash your hands, stay home, and bye for now. This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. So we're right in the, in the front of the pack here on this. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.